not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us. I'm Tina, and I'm here with Betsy, my good friend. I'm in the closet sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would just add that in. I'm in my new house. Yeah. And the absolute best place to podcast is in my closet. So here I am. I'm sitting in my closet. Not that so you we're needed pulling to know up, that. We're pulling up at the table <laughs> in the closet. That's right. That's right. We're sequestered <laughs> away. Um, but we want to read for you a review from a, a faithful follower of ours. Um, her name is homeschool fiend one, two, three, four, five. And she left us this review. It says so encouraging. If you're looking for practical tips, as well as encouragement for shepherding your child's heart, this is the podcast for you. Betsy and Tina have loads of experience in parenting and their advice shows both empathy because no parent is perfect and practical ways to get back up, dust yourself off and get back in the ring five stars for a job. Well done. Thank you so much. Homeschool fiend. We appreciate you. Betsy's going to pray for you right now. Lord, we just thank you for the sister in Christ who has received encouragement from this podcast. We ask you Lord to bless her, bless her homeschooling, bless her family, bless her relationship with her spouse. Lord, I pray that her home will be so peaceful that she will just be praising you um, because of the peace that's filling it up. And we ask that you would continue to cultivate great conversations right here that will encourage women um, as they listen in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And we want to pray for you. Go over, subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review. We want to make you the next person that we pray for. Yes, we love that. It's so fun to do that and, and read those reviews. So thank you for that. And we have what, 53 years of combined parenting experience. It's crazy. We, we've been in the trenches for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Last week, we talked about vision casting for our, like our kids. What are we going to do about summer? Right. That's what it was titled. Yeah. What are we going to do about summer? Well, here we are in June and hopefully we figured out kind of what our summer is going to look like a little bit, planned it out a little bit, but I get lost. I lose myself in the summer and I lose my husband in the summer, not lose him. Like he doesn't go away anywhere. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. That's not what I mean, but it's very easy to be so caught up and so busy with what you're doing with your kids that by the end of the summer, you're just like worn out in your hut. You're looking at your husband and going, where you been for three months. Right. Yeah. Because yes. it's just been so busy. Well, so. it's like we get caught up in a cycle of busyness and no parameters 
And we just find ourselves going from day to day to day to day. And they all kind of run together with this sort of faux freedom that really, if we just kind of follow that to the end of the summer, we might be left disenchanted because yeah, we're not, we haven't grown a ton. Look back at it and go, okay, what was that three months about? Yeah. Where if you're more intentional, you look back and you go, wow, those are some good memories we're going to carry with us for a while. Well, and I I was writing a newsletter last week for gathering around and I realized it's kind of like, like to just show up for summer and just haphazardly without any kind of direction or not, I don't want to say plan every second. That's not what we're communicating uh, to y'all at all. Um, But it's like, it's almost like we act like we're eating cotton candy all day long, every day. Yes. It's like a big party. Yes. So that's exhausting. (laughs) It is exhausting. Our kids get grumpy. Our kids get spoiled. I'm sorry. They get entitled. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so I feel like this conversation that Tina and I want to have today is, is, um, sort of, just step back and take a look at your relationship with your spouse and consider what are some things where some ways that I can prioritize him this summer. Yeah. And I know like last week when we talked, I talked about how Rod got involved with things that went on during the day, even though he left and went to work every day, he came home at night and he had already, he was a part of what, what happened during that day because he did those worksheets for the kids. Right. Yeah. And so that made him a little part of that. And I was always, always intentional to make sure he knew what was going on, but he was intentional to ask. So he would call every day. That was back before texting and smartphones. Um, Yes, I'm that old mom. (laughs) (laughs) But he would, he does text now, but back in the day, he would call me every day at lunch on his lunch break how's it going? What are you guys doing? Right. And I look forward to that call. Yeah. So that's something, ask your husband, can you give me a call throughout the day? Just check in with us, see how we're doing. It's okay to ask that question because sometimes they don't think about that. Sometimes they don't even think you want to hear from them during the day. So that's something you can do. Well, and honestly, Tina, sometimes we act like we don't want to. Oh, ouch. Now you're stepping on toes, Pendergrass. I mean, seriously, (laughs) like if we're, if we answer the phone and we're acting like he's an inconvenience, yeah, bad timing, or like, I'm not saying there aren't phone calls that have bad timing, duh, yes, they're going to be, but uh, okay, you know, this is a, this is a thing that I cannot get past. And I want every woman on earth to know it. But the point is you want to be with your spouse. So act like it. <laughs> right. You know what I always used to say? To, I said this to my kids, especially when they got older and they could understand it. I'm like, look, it, you're just passing through. He's here forever. Right. Yes. So yes. that relationship is important. And if you don't make it a priority and important, your kids are never going to make it a priority and important when they get married. We need to model what that looks like, right? I'm going to be, you know, Rod and I are at the end of that now where we're almost completely empty nesters. Now we're graduating our fourth child from college next year. I can't even believe that, but we'll be a hundred percent empty nest at that point. Yeah. And we're enjoying it. 
Yes, dude, this is fun. Like we partnered through the parenting thing. We partnered through all of that. We, you know, worked together and now we're enjoying the fruits of that labor. Right. Well, you sewed into your marriage all the way along. Mm-hmm. You and Rod did. Yeah. So there was harvest to come mm-hmm. in your relationship from all the seeds that you sowed. I mean, I know that that Miss Liz, back when we were newly married, gave me some advice I've never let go of, and I've said it on here, and I will say it again another day. <laughs> but it is, um, she's like, have your kids help you do chores. Mm-hmm. Don't spend their whole nap time or quiet time doing the chores. Mm -hmm. And when they take a rest, be still and quiet and, Mm -hmm. or take a nap or whatever, because what we do is we, we tend to make it all about the kids, all about their entertainment, all about their fun. And then we work, 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 work while they're resting Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then when our husband gets home, we're exhausted. Right. We're kind of ticked at him. Like, Mm -hmm where the heck have you been? I'm trying. <laughs> right. And, and that's what we do as women. We think, well, they're at work and it's easy. Now I will tell you, I was for a season, a single mom and I worked full time and that was horrible. Like it was yeah. so hard. I have such a tender place in my heart for you single moms out there. Yeah. But when I got married to Rod, that man works hard to provide yeah. for what we have. And now that he's working from home, I get to see what he does on a daily basis. Man, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. And the pressure that sometimes he's under. So we need to have some compassion. Yes. We're home raising the kids, right. But they are putting a roof over our heads too. And we and need it, to appreciate that. And it is like, don't hear us say what we're, what stay at home moms do isn't hard. It oh, is hard. It yes. is. And some days yeah. are hellacious. Well, we, we yeah. get it. Yeah. I get it because I, I was in the corporate world. Yeah. I, I, as a single mom, I worked, you know, it was easier to do go to work. Yeah. It was harder to stay home on those times when I'd be home with the kids and not working. I'm like, dude, this is, this is hard work. I have a daughter who left the corporate world and is now a mom to two. And she says, hands down, this is way harder than going into work every day. Yeah. Guys, we get it. What you do is hard, hard work, but yeah. God's equipped you to do it. And he's given you a partner who yes. makes it possible. So, you know, part of, part of us feeling appreciated, heard and seen is mm-hmm. doing the same for our spouse. Yes. And yeah, I remember with the, with Mary Taylor and Brady, when they were real little and they would, it would be about time for Taylor to come home or I'd know he was on his way. And we would, I would intentionally build up mm-hmm. to him coming. I yeah. would take a time and to him, it was real important for the house to be picked up. He didn't mm-hmm. care how clean it was. Mm-hmm. He just liked stuff put away. Mm-hmm. And so we turn on some music, we do a cleanup. And then I'd be like, dad's coming up. Do you want to surprise him? Do you want to? <laughs> so like they would forever long. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know how many times my kids would go hide in a closet Aww. or around the corner or go outside behind the car and they'd wait and wait <laughs> for him to come on. They'd be like, dad, or like surprise <laughs> or whatever. And so 
like it was just a thing where I wanted him to know we were glad he was there. Yeah. And I wanted our kids to celebrate him coming home. Right. And that seems silly. And maybe if you're ticked at your husband, that seems annoying. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time to come home, like let's imagine Rod coming in, it's been a hard, hard day. Yeah. Nothing's gone right. And you walk in and everything is wrong at home. Mm-hmm. The kids are screaming. Those days are going to happen. It's not will. shame mm-hmm. if, if that happens. But if every day mm-hmm. they come home, you're mad that and resentful of them, and your kids are in a, you know, chaos. Uh huh. That is really not conducive. <laughs> no, I mean, who wants? I wouldn't want to come home to that every day. Right. No. So I know for me saying out loud in front of my kids to my husband, to Rod father and saying, you know what, honey, thank you so much for going into work today yeah. and providing for us so that they learn to appreciate what he did too. But you were talking about that when he, when Taylor would walk in the door. So Zach was dad's biggest fan when he was, he was daddy's boy for the longest time. Now he's mama's boy, which is kind of fun, but He, when his dad would walk in the door, that kid would come running and screaming and jump in his arms every time. And then when Zach got older, Rod would walk in the door and Zach was in high school at this point. And he was, he was a travel hockey player. So he's pretty strong. And he would pick his dad up and throw him over his shoulder and throw him on the couch. And it was just so cute. But that's something that Zach would hide around the corner and jump out at him and pick him up and, throw, you know, and it was a big celebration. And I know to this day, Rod loved that because it built relationship with his kids. That's something special that he had with Zach. And it's just, it's nice for us as moms to um, be the people behind that. Yeah. That, encourage that with our kids dad's coming home it's going to be fun you know make it a big deal and they need they need that because it is hard in the corporate world and it's probably even harder now than it was back then you know 20 years ago so um just to do that but one of the things that's on my mind Betsy as you've been talking is I think what happens for us a lot of times in the summertime is bedtimes go out the window getting up every day goes out the window at a certain time. And I cannot tell you how incredibly important it is that your children are on some sort of a schedule. So maybe you move bedtime back an hour in the summer, but make it consistent. Right. Yeah. So they go to bed at maybe nine instead of eight in the summer, but that gives you and your husband a little bit of time at night together while the kids are in bed and they're not all up in your space. Now I have adult children. So when they're home, they tend to stay up. This just happened last night because, you know, two of the kids were home and it it becomes a late night and Rod went to bed before I did. And I came up later and I didn't get to see him. I, we have a bedtime routine now, right? We're old people. We go to bed at a certain time and we have a bedtime routine. And, um, I think it's important during the summer to maintain a going to bedtime and a wake up time because your kids need rest. They're growing. First of all, they're growing. And when your children are growing and they will until boys, until they're in their twenties, girls tend to stop a little earlier. Those kids need rest. 
Oh yeah. And you're doing your kids a disservice if you don't give them just a, a day where they do nothing but lay on the couch and watch TV. They need that. They, I remember talking to a babysitter that I had when I was a single mom and every once in a while, she would just have a free day where they could watch movies or yeah. whatever they, and just hang out on the couch, lounge around all day. And, and her and I were talking about, she goes, you do your kids a disservice if you don't let them do that every once in a while. That's just, they just need that downtime and school's hard these days, whether you're homeschooling, whether yeah. they're in public school, private school, wherever they go to school, which by the way, is a call of the Holy spirit in your life. Let me just put that in there. Yeah. There's no shame here. I had no school kids and you're homeschooler and it's all no shame, no shame. And so, you know, give your kids some downtime in the summer. Don't pack their days so full that, you know, and don't, don't let them stay up till midnight. Well, and if you're that impetuous, not, that's not really the right word, but if you're that mom that wants to be the fun mom and, you know, let's Lucy goosey, whatever. So just plan for that. Like, like do it once a week and do it. When the, the next day is a day you could have that down day where they could just, so like, just, just consider all that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just realized, you know, it's not the best setup for our family and what we're going to, what we want to do on the weekends, which is when Taylor's downtime is if I plan to do that the night of Saturday, like Saturday, Friday, Friday night, Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, if, if you're going to do that, do it on a weekday and let right. the next day just be relaxed. Day. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's great. But it's, it's that planning and being intentional. Yeah. Let those things happen. We used to have junk food lunch. <laughs> you ever do that? I mean, no. my kids love this. We got in the junk food, we'd have chips and candy and all the junk. And yep. I would throw it in the middle of the table. I'd go, okay, it's junk food lunch, guys. That's and hilarious. they loved it. And they loved it. It was lunchtime. So the sugar had a chance to wear off. You know, I was the mom who's, who, if my kids were hyper, I'd say, go out, run around the house for 10 days, for 10 laps, 10 laps oh. around the house and then, and burn it off. Right. And that child who I used to say that the most to ended up being a runner. So. <laughs> <laughs> I did that one day because they were being so bad. And yeah. I was like, you're not coming back in until yes. 10, 10 laps. And it was a hot day. But I yeah. was like, uh-uh, run, 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 run. Yep, burn um, it off. But if like, we just want to encourage you, like don't hear all of this, like, you know, work, work, work or whatever. We're trying to set you up and to give you tips and ideas yeah. for a great summer for yeah. you to, to get to the end of it and go, wow, like, I'm really glad that. Taylor and I spent this time together one night a week on the couch after the kids went to bed. Maybe it's a 30 minute earlier bedtime where they get to get any books that they want for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. They can lay in their beds and read before bedtime and you and your spouse can sit on the couch. And if you need some help talking and you don't want to just talk about your kids, order my date night cards. I found mine, by the way, from the move. I'm like, I can't wait to do these now. And so, but like, so you get to the end of the summer and you go, man, I'm really glad I made it a point to do this with my kids. Mm -hmm. What a great memory this was. I'm so thankful this was a priority Um, and not just get to the end of the summer and go, thank you, Jesus. It's time to go back. It's over. Right. And I know, (laughs) I know I love me some routine, you know, by the end of the summer, I'm ready for some regular routine. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't want you to think you have to do something big 
yeah. every day of the summer. No. Maybe you do one big thing in the summer that's a big memory. But I, I'm going to tell you what, some of those down days when it's the quietest are going to be some of your better memories. Yeah. It's not going to be the stuff you paid thousands of dollars to do or any of that kind of stuff. But my, I think in closing, because we're going to wrap this up, I want to say to you, moms, make sure you're getting rest and you're, you're eating well. Yeah. Because I know my relationships suffer if I'm hangry and I'm tired. Yeah. So take care of yourself so that you can take care of everybody else. And we're super excited because this, the rep, we're going to be talking about some more summer ideas and topics mm-hmm. over the next few weeks. So we look forward to sharing with you some ideas of things that you can potentially consider for your Absolutely. summer. Absolutely. Tina, you want to pray for these sweet mamas? Sure can. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time spent with this sweet mom. Lord, I pray that you would speak to her heart, that you would guide her gently because you do, you lead those with young very gently, Lord. We tend to be the harsh ones on ourselves. Lord, I pray that you would lift her up, that you would give her grace and extra strength for the summer, Lord, as our kids are home. And may they have wonderful memories to look back on at the end of the summer in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. know how valuable your time is and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today we hope you've been encouraged you can find betsy at gatheringaround.com and tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org enjoy your day and we will see you again